Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. To another live edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined as always by my two counterparts, Jarrett and Ben. We got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a hell of a show. As always, it's great to have the three of us together. Let's not waste a second. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. He is the baddest man in the NFL, and he just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. And we are back, folks. Once again, welcome in to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm Sal, joined as always by Jarrett and Vincent. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. A uh, few things that kind of just came under the radar here in the in the newswire uh, about certain players that could potentially be available that, I mean, we're going to get into it, but it's going to be fun. Um, but first, as always, how are we doing tonight, fellas? Jarrett, Vin, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Can't man. Started up, uh, started up my Sunday uh, bolognese sauce. I got mm. a nice cooking. So after the show, pour some red, mm-hmm. red wine, eat some yeah. pasta tonight. Some gravy, you mean. No, no, no. Sauce, not gravy. No, that, that's for another show. That's for the that'll be for an hour long. We can do an hour long uh show for that too. But uh, it might be the end of the show if we ever get into that debate real heated. Yeah, it could be. Uh but let's just jump right into it. From from what I've heard over the past what hour it appears, um, there are rumblings throughout the league that the Vikings over in Minnesota could potentially be interested in uh hearing potential offers for their uh once in a lifetime receiver that they have now um you know this is obviously going to stir the pot with any team that is in dire need of a receiver um we all know one personally uh so you know we'd be remiss not to to at least bring this up um and kind of talk about it jared i guess we'll start with you um you're you're ran carthon and and um you know they're willing to make a deal what would you give them yeah first of all if they are willing to and this is all true um, you sit down and you talk about it. I am perfectly okay with giving up number seven this year because you essentially picked Justin Jefferson in the first round this year. I'm okay with picking Jeff- Justin Jefferson again next year. So that's a first this year and a first next year for Justin yeah. Jefferson. And I'll throw in a second next year as well, possibly like another fourth or something like that. We'll see for that. But I'm, I-, I need that second round pick this year because if we go Jet and-, and acquire him into a trade this year, I still think we go <clears throat> tackle – second in the second round, which would possibly be 
you know, huge for us because there's a lot of talent on the board at wide receiver or tackle, like we've been saying. But yes, absolutely. You're stupid if you don't think um, that wouldn't be a fair trade. I mean, you guys can talk about other, you know, scenarios, who you would throw in, a player, more picks. But I think significantly is if you're giving up, you're trading seven, you're trading whatever pick you got next year in the first round, uh, you're giving a second next year and a fourth. Um, for for Justin Jefferson, it's 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 a no brainer in my opinion. We screwed up massively by letting um, AJ Brown go. We we haven't filled that void at all. You could say DeAndre Hopkins all you want, but he is thirty one. He's on the other side of thirty. Um, so we need that young guy to pair with Will Levis, like we've been saying. And if it's a proven uh, veteran like uh, Justin Jefferson, absolutely, you smash you smash the hammer and you go get him. Yeah, I think the issue with that is, is I'd be down for it as well. I don't think any there's any Titans fan out there that wouldn't. Um, but the issue is that would mean the Vikings have a quarterback on their mind. I think Evan is slightly too far back for their – slightly not high enough for them to trade up to. I think if it was a top five pick, because you figure Drake May, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., maybe uh, an LSU's quarterback, I don't think all three of them will be there at seven. Um, or I don't think one of them could be there at seven. I think all of those guys have the potential to go top five. So unfortunately, I don't think that we're picking high enough for them to want to move up with us. I think if they move up, it will be with, um, you know, a New England in Arizona, a top three or four, um, you know, spot to ensure they get the quarterback they want because they're not going to trade up to seven in hopes they get their guy they're going to trade up to seven knowing they can get their guy. And I just don't think seven is the spot for them because things could still get a little risky. They could get jumped by another team. Um, but, of course, I would be more than okay with trading two firsts and a third for Jefferson, two firsts and a third and a fourth, whatever. I just don't see Minnesota doing that considering we're picking seventh and not top five. So yeah. it's, it's a bit of a pipe dream, and I don't see it happening. But if it did – Absolutely. Take our two for first this year, first next year, a couple other picks to get, you know, Justin Jefferson and then lock him into that $30 million deal range. Yeah. Know? Listen, he, he, here's the great news, guys. The fact that we are going to have Will Levis for another three years on a rookie deal, uh, you know, there's a very good shot that one of these star receivers want somewhere is just not going to be able to get paid the money they deserve because they're too good and their team is too good. And there's too much money, or not enough, I should say. So um, whoever that player might be, if it's Justin Jefferson, if it's uh, you know a player like Jamar Chase, I mean, I don't even know what these players' contracts are currently. I'm just saying uh, a receiver of that caliber. It could happen any year. And at that moment, they should go all the frig in. But, you know, it's not happening. We're not getting Justin Jefferson. Um, frankly, I think it would be worth – more than two. I think they'd want well, more than two first rounders for him, to be honest. Anyway, um, well, you say you say it like it's impossible to get, but let's let's talk about like the whole entire severity of the NFL. Teams are trading for star wide receivers to surround their young quarterback with talent. We've all seen it. Know all about it. Huh? Would yeah, we know exactly. I mean, we see it all over the NFL. So, like, why can't we have that? Why not us? Why can't we go out and get you know the Stephon Diggs, the DJ Moore, the the you know the Justin Jefferson, anybody? Why can't we do that and make that trade? The AJ Brown trade that you know shocked everybody in Titans Nation. Well, yeah, listen, we traded him. I have a lot more confidence that it's possible with this regime. I genuinely do. I, I think Rand Carthon uh, will stop at no cost to take this team to the next level. 
And uh, I don't think he's one to second guess himself. So if he has his eye on something, I think he's going to pursue it uh, to his best ability. So, um, you know, I, I, it could be us. I'm just saying it, it just with a brand new coach and a second year GM, I think it, it wouldn't be something they would really want to consider right now, considering that's just really uh, we're all in. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're investing your future in one player. Um, and hoping that the quarterback and him can can make a huge impact in the next three years. And it's very likely, but I just don't know if they're going to be willing to, to take that big of a leap uh, when there's still a lot of a lot of things that this team needs. And there's a lot of draft capital that needs to be used on some of these positions that need to be filled. So we'll see. But, guy, I mean, if, if the news ever broke that it went down, um, it would easily be the most historic day in, in Titans history. Uh, I mean, this guy is not beyond generational, Justin Jefferson. Um, so, you know, we'll see. You know, we could we could dream about it. You know, we, we yeah. didn't think Clowney was going to happen. We didn't think Julio was going to happen. Uh, you know, we, we didn't think uh, Hopkins. Was, we really didn't. We didn't think any of them were going to happen. And there were a lot of reporters that said, nah, it ain't going to happen. And it did. So never say never when it comes to Titans uh, offseason acquisitions. But it's certainly a pipe dream for, for yeah, it's, it's an ultra aggressive move that makes sense for a team that feels like they're a stud receiver. said we have so many different pieces that we need to add in there. I don't think it's the and it's a move like you said. It's a first year coach, second year GM. It's an ultra aggressive move that you're hanging your career on, maybe. And if it doesn't work out, you know, but I don't, I don't see it happening. It's uh, we're not there yet, but hopefully we will be soon. But. And you brought up Will Levis being uh, three years left. Usually it's probably, if he's the guy, only two years. Because after that third yeah. year is when you're able to extend them. And, you know, they can play hardball and not show up. So I don't I don't take Levis as that guy, though. I really don't. I really and don't. And when you're looking at $50 million a year, you turn into that guy, potentially. Yeah. Um, but you know. he, but then he then he can't he can't keep talking the talk then. Because he's talking the talk right now that you know, Super Bowl is all I care about. Yes. And if he's gonna, if he's hey, gonna that way, if we get to that point, that means the second and third year were phenomenal years. So I'm okay with that. Um, if he, if he's talking about getting extended after that third year, <clears throat> it means these next two years have to be more than stellar. So we'll we'll see. But it's all hearsay for now. I I don't see it happening. I see it's doing the logical thing, the conservative, not conservative approach, but probably taking all if he's there. If not, we can talk about maybe moving back a little if someone wants to trade up. Or taking the next best player available, whether it's Malik Neighbors or Romo Dunes, whoever that might be, um, and then building throughout the draft and allocating a lot of the money we have in free agency on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so, so we talked about uh, the offense a, a lot. You know, whether it be free agency, who we want to acquire, you know, to, for the wide receiver room, who we're going to draft with the offensive line, who we're going to pick up with the offensive line. Let's let's take it where Vinny's going right now with the defense. Now we have all this money. Now we want to allocate to a position. Right. Who is your smackdown first person you're going after in on the defensive side of the ball? If you're giving somebody a check like you like you, you guys talked about, there's defense interior linemen that we need. Chris Jones is out there. Don't see that happening. A guy like I would like to see happen. Justin May, uh, mad, mad, whatever the defensive tackle from the Baltimore Ravens. Love him. DJ Reader. Another one, Sheldon Rankings, Fletcher Cox, another guy that can come in for uh, to help Jeffrey Simmons if we lose Autry. On the edge, you have Brian Burns from uh, from the Panthers. He's not going back. He, he's going to be looking for a, a new deal. You know, do you pair him up with um, Harold Landry? Uh, Harold Landry, you get rid of Arden Key. 
I don't know what you do there. And then linebackers, like, what do you got? What are you guys doing with linebackers? Are you going to try to do like a Patrick Queen? Are you going to try to put all your eggs in the basket? Ooh. Have a guy like that come over with Al Shahir? You What's know, who, 31? Who, who, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one. With your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Patrick Queen? Yeah. Patrick Queen, I got him right here. I'll let you know how much how I guess he's 31. He but then is... Before you keep going, is my... 24. What the fuck? Oh, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, not, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking of someone else, yeah. not Patrick. He's he's he's, he's 24, maybe or something like maybe, that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So you have that, and then also I would love that big cornerback, like what we're talking about. Like, you have Snead. That's yeah, it. You, no, no, that's what I was gonna say. For me, that's it. That's number one. Like I'm like that. Like he's the guy that I want because he's not just a talent. Like that. That exchange with him and Zay. Like that's who I want leading my secondary. Like. He's a fuck with me and find out guy, and that's kind of what you need. You know, we need a leader for that secondary as well, because just as much as Jeff- Jeffrey Simmons is a leader in that front, you know, KB was the guy that kind of handled those this guy, the secondary and whatnot. And uh, I don't, I don't see anyone that stepped up to the plate yet for that area of the defense. Uh, and he seems like he's that got that personality. So that's my number one target defensively. I think absolutely they need to keep Autry. I think. Two years might be a little steep, honestly. I think if he'd be okay with a one-year deal, one year, 10 million. Eight million, whatever whatever it's going to take, he deserves to stay next to Simmons because uh, they got great chemistry together. And then, yeah, I mean, that. but for me, it's Snead. Number one, Snead all the way. I do think there will be, whether it's Queen or Snead, I don't see Brian Burns, really. Um, I see us maybe re-signing Arden Key. Or did, is he a free agent? We only got him Arden on a yeah. No, Arden Key is not a free agent. I, don't I want to keep yeah. Key, Al Adios. Go, go dance. I mean, Al Jair wants to sign as a linebacker. Not, if, if you pair him with a guy like Queen, I don't know if they both play the same position. But I feel they, like you would complement yeah. each other well. You can make that work. That being said, though, whether it's Snead or Queen, I see us making a big splash on the defensive side um, to go get, like Sal said, like you said, that – that middle linebacker who's a leader, the leader on the back end, I, I would be okay with handing a blank check to, to Snead. That's for sure. So there's another guy that we should worry about now because we obviously have a void. Everyone's saying Kayvon Willie, uh, Wallace. Oh, yeah, he's, he's played decent last year. He stepped up. I don't know if I, I would give him the reins next to Hooker right now. He would be like a, a swing safety to me. If you want to go after somebody who someone's uh, very familiar with, our mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, Wilson. Now, uh, Geno, Geno Stone out of the Baltimore Ravens is a free agent. He had seven interceptions last year on the back end. He is graded one of the best secondary. I think he graded at 85 point something uh, per P, uh, PF, uh, PFF. So, um, 
I, I would tar definitely target a guy like that for Hooker. So just keep keep your eyes and ears open for that name, uh, Titans Nation, and you guys because uh, I, I see a reuniting. Somebody from the defense, the, the Baltimore Ravens, is reuniting with um, Wilson in, in Tennessee, and maybe one or two. So just keep that in mind. And I think I actually think you brought up Amani Hooker. He's not a guy that ran Carthon signed the hit. What do you say? You, I said you, that you, you, were out. you were cutting out. You got to restart that whole that whole uh yeah, I'll probably need a new laptop. This guy's had I've had this since college, but you know, maybe you guys can buy it for me as a wedding gift, you know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Send it on over. Um with the I, invite, with the invite, send it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It got lost in the mail, the invitation. Okay. Right. Um but um, what, was, what was I even saying? Jesus. Monty Hooker. Oh, Monty Hooker. I, I can see him being a cap casualty. He carries a, a pretty big number, and he's not someone that this regime brought in. He was a John Robinson guy. I like him when he plays. He's a difference maker, but that's when he plays. Um, so I'm not sure what his exact number is, but if we can get out of that deal and save, you know, close to however, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten million a year, don't be surprised if we move on from him and give Wallace a more, you know, short-term team-friendly type deal. I'm, a, I'm excited to see what receiver they got because it, with each day that passes, it seems obviously pretty evident that the T. Higgins pipe dream is coming to an end. Um, I really just don't think they're going receiver at seven. Uh, so I'm just really curious because they, they obviously need to to get somebody uh, of, of, of fair talent level. Uh, because this team is incredibly, you know, weak depth-wise at wide receiver. So, um, you know, no matter what, I'm not going to be jumping for joy, no matter who it is, whether it be somebody like Gabriel Davis or um, one guy I would be really hyped about is Michael Pittman Jr. That's kind of one I'm still holding on to. Uh, I think he's really underrated. You look at his stats and the quarterbacks he's played with. Uh, it's pretty outstanding the stats he's been able to to obtain with the with the pretty shit quarterback plays had. So I think um, he's staying put. I think they're going to pay him. Yeah, no, I mean they 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 should, but I think with the with Josh Downs playing the way he did, they might have you know think, yeah, hey, maybe we can get away with uh, letting him go. Uh, so we'll see. Pierce he's been in the one, I think, yeah. and I uh, two, um. Did I go out again? Up there. Yeah, yeah, you did. did I go out again? Just to, just to go back on what you were saying, Vin, with with Amani Hooker, his cap hit on the team this year is going to be nine point three million. Who? And Imani if we save all oh, that, yeah, then he's got to go. I, I think he. Could, he's the I, fifth. He's the fifth. Uh, he's the fifth highest paid guy on the team, next to uh, Dilliard, Hopkins, Simmons, and Harold Landry. Oh. Oh, that, that, that just pains me that, that those guys, the majority of those guys are getting paid so much. And yeah, I don't know if they're worth that. Yep. Again, I, I'm not, I'm not, I was a little harsh on Harold Landry last year. I will admit it. You know, at the end of the day, he did come off major injury. He had a fair end to the season, but I'm letting everybody know yeah, now. Very, this year, very, very solid end of the season. He had a solid yes. end of the season that meant nothing as far as. You know our 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 playoffs or anything. You know, I mean, it's just it's what it is. Regardless, next this coming year, he needs to be absolutely a difference maker. Or, I mean, enough, okay? Because he's making elite edge rush money right now, and he's well, not playing elite. Along the lines of converting some of that into a bonus this year to save some, 
pay him what he's owed, but convert it, do what a lot of teams do, convert it into a bonus. Uh, I mean, they, they, they some money. That, that cap stuff, man. I mean, they can convert um, stuff in the signing bonus that it's not going to go against the cap. So, I mean, who, who knows what they can do? I mean, that's that's the magic that the math people can do with the Titans because I have no idea. But, I mean, hell, you're going to see franchise tags. I don't even know if we're going to we're going to have anybody worthy. Uh, highly, highly, highly doubt that we use the tag this year. But we're going to have a lot of money to spend on free agency, and I hope it goes to – um, the defensive side of the ball, just like you're saying, cornerback, uh, middle linebacker, uh, an interior kind of guy. So Listen, that's 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 my hard take on that. The, I, obviously, the combine is the first. Uh, that's the first big step in this whole process. Um, who I don't know how much the combine is going to change our draft board. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming it will because it always does. They they wouldn't have it if it if it really meant nothing. So. Um, again, guys, you know, before we continue, make sure if you, if you want to call in, we got the number there in the description. Um, we'll gladly, you know, talk it up with anyone in the chat that wants to, you know, discuss any of the current events here with, with our Titans. So feel free to call in. We'd love to hear anyone's thoughts. But um, as far as free agency goes, like we said, I think Autry's got to be a, a one guy that we really make an effort to sign. He deserves it. The last time he was on, didn't give a shit about him. Uh, we should show him that we do. And I think we'll, we'll be rewarded for that. Um, I think there's a lot of guys that I wouldn't mind see be part of tri possible trades if we needed to, you know, possibly trade things. I love Amani Hooker, but that's a lot of money. I don't know if he's essentially worth that much money. It's a situation where I, I wouldn't be upset by any means if we continue to keep him on the team. He's definitely progressed year to year, but after what Jared said about him making top five money on the team, I, mean, ugh, I don't know about that. I don't know if he's worth that, but um you know that that's that's the the smallest of our concerns right now, but uh, we'll see. Like I said, draft you know combine draft, and then we'll see if, if we make any any free agency moves before the draft. Obviously, that's going to answer all our questions. But we're getting it's it's getting crunch time now. I mean, what combines a week away next week? Combine I think starts on Monday. Believe it or not, Monday. So yeah. tomorrow. That's I'm right. more excited for the. Um... Start a free agency than anything else because then we'll really know which way we're yeah. looking to go. And because if we sign one of these tackles, you know, Tyrone Smith, Trent Brown, um, then we know we're going with the receiver or Brock Bowers, whoever tight end. But if we go, you know, vice versa, get one of these receivers, maybe, you know, it looks like we'll stay put and take all. So I'm more excited than free agency just because it'll give us a better idea of what we do in the draft. I got a I got a really good question for you guys. I mean, we we um we we get like like snake bit him at the left tackle position. Are you gonna are you gonna release Andre Dilliard and like give like Malik Becton a shot? The no. Jets former first round. Him Ty, I mean, why take another Ty shot Becton? Pick. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. He just can't stay on the field, man. He's always hurt that guy. So yeah, we got a new. We're gonna get a new strength and conditioning coach. So maybe that 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 yeah, that trend can end. But I don't like Dillard. I and how much is he making again? Like Dillard, he is. Oh, where is it? Here it is. He is making his cap is ten point six million. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, got, he's a, yeah. got a lot of money to spend, but it just it's tough. You you look at a, a number like that, and you just say to yourself, that really blows. Like the fact that we're paying him. Double digit in the millions when he's just <laughs> yeah. But if we cut him, I think we only we're only going to save like two point five million. No, I get it. No, I get seven it. million. 
I get so, it. But he he he's he's really not good. He's just not there's good. no listen to me. That should be the first cut come whatever it's available. Uh February, I mean not February, March eleventh is the t- legal tampering. He should be released starting the, the talks right there, right? Yeah. Uh, right then and there, because he is not he was a whiff, complete whiff, and he is not worth coming back on the team. I don't give a shit who the, the uh, offensive line coach is or not. I mean, clearly he he that's not gonna fix anything. I don't care about his size or anything. So go get, go out and get one of these guys. You know, I don't even want Jonah Williams, who has ties to Brian Callahan, because he let up. Uh, hold on, he let up like eight, nine sacks last year. Eight sacks last year. I, I want a guy that's a proven right tackle or a left tackle if you're going after somebody. So yeah, no, I, I agree, hundred percent. And uh, another guy that that's been under the radar. He's gonna have to, you know, make a statement or figure something out. Is Nicholas Petit Ferrer? You know, I mean, he. This is gonna be he's a big year. You know what I mean? Like if, if you know he's going to be a staple in this whole line, he's going to have to do it this year. You know what I mean? I don't know where they they're thinking about starting him off to see where he's going to fit in this rotation for this coming year. But you know it's year three now. He had that bullshit last year that he dealt with. <clears throat> Certainly, I don't remember how he played when he was in. I don't even know how many games he played. Wasn't he hurt too when he came back? Yeah, he didn't play uh, much. He, yeah, yeah, I think he's not, he, Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. But he's another guy like. He's a wild card in this whole thing. We do um, ask some questions, though, if we want to take some questions. No, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Throw them up. What up, y'all? If This is from Volcano, who's obviously a volunteer fan. Love it. What up, y'all? If Will Levis plays bad next year, you guys think we will get a quarterback in next year's class? No. no. Um, outside of Levis playing uh, at a level of, like um, – What's his name? Zach Wilson. I don't foresee the Titans um, at all thinking that they need to go back to the to the pool for another QB. I think he's done more than enough to show in the past uh, calendar year uh, that he is the guy that we are going to attempt to uh, pursue a Lombardi trophy with. And I couldn't be happier. I think most of the fan base is as well. I think you two would agree. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Jared. No, if you were going after quarterback, I mean, it would obviously be in this year's class, and we're definitely not going quarterback in this class. Um, next year is going to be a little stale, believe it or not. I mean, there's executives in the NFLs that are saying that this is the year for moving up. It's going to be this year for a quarterback because they don't like any of the quarterbacks that are coming out next year. So um, uh, it's a hard pass. Um, no, I would like a, a proven veteran uh, quarterback to come in, you know, to help him, you know, whether it be Garner Minshew or, uh, or somebody else. But uh, I don't see us going in the draft at all for another quarterback next year. And there's going to be bumps in the road this year with, with the with um, Will Levis and Brian Callahan because it's, it's going to be his fourth offense going in, fourth new offense in a row. You know, and obviously they're going to implement stuff, so it may be a little bumpy road in the beginning of the season, and it may take yeah. off, or it may you know be vice versa. He may go skies to the limit, but you, you have to take the bumps this year if there are any, and uh, we'll see what happens the following year. And if there's ever a slump year for quarterbacks, sometimes in their development for whatever reason, usually that sophomore slump. So, you know, we're not expecting to win the Super Bowl this year. We want to compete, you know, so as long as he shows us that. Will Levis expects to win the Super Bowl this year. I love that, you know, but, um, you know, I want to just see him, you know, progress and learn this offense. And as far as backups, I agree with you, Jared. I wouldn't be – opposed to a nice veteran who uh, can teach him something, who knows his role. Someone like a Joe Flacco, maybe. I, I wouldn't hate that. Guy's been in the league forever. South Jersey's finest. 
Um, you know, showed, showed he can come in and still sling it if, God forbid, he needed to. Um, but, yeah, as far as starting quarterback, I mean, God forbid, even if Levis did play bad next year, you're not getting off this rookie deal. You no. know, you give him a shot. Uh, Listen, call me crazy. Call me crazy. But I wouldn't mind Malik being the backup for the next couple of years. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Development. development he's, you know, yeah. He's, 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 yeah. Been, he's been in the system. You know, he's been with the organization. Obviously, uh, as shitty as he's played, the athleticism's not going anywhere. It's still there. It's still top of the charts. So, um, God, I mean, and, and you don't have to pay him anything. What they still probably have him for another two years, right? If they wanted, yeah. So, the only thing I can see is though them wanting Levis to have a, a veteran who's been around the league for a long time. So there's, for him, a Levis is already acting like a veteran, though. So that's why yeah. I don't really think he needs that. Yeah, yeah, but you still think any player doesn't need it. I think it can't hurt. Yeah, when I talked to Hassel back at the at the um, at Radio Row, he said that you know he's you know I said you know Will Levis needs to start sliding. He goes, yeah, that's why when I was in a quarterback room and you know the veteran said it, or I told the young guy to say, hey, I got I got thought I can hit Ray Lewis and I got my bell rung, so I started sliding after that moment. So when he has a veteran quarterback in the room, I think that's you know and, and Tannehill was whether anybody likes it or not, he was and he probably helped him out as as best as he can. But you got guys out there like Jameis Winston. Who could probably step in if you if you don't want to go to Malik route, and you also have Sam Darnold, who was under Kyle Shanahan, and he won a Super Bowl. He he's seen he's seen the whole process. Not not won a Super Bowl, went to a Super Bowl. Seen the whole process of how to prepare and everything like that. Familiar with Rand. So that's just guys like emergency style quarterbacks. So I know you're say no, I know, don't say I know don't you're say a no fan. I know you're a seminal fan there, Jared. That's the only reason you brought his name up. Yeah, he can say it though. Absolute atrocity. No, he, he can sling it to other. And he's a turnover machine. Yeah, yes, turnover he machine. slings it to everyone. Everyone. Wide receivers, cornerbacks, safeties. He throws it to everyone. Um, and then the thing with the fake spike, like that was the last straw for me. Like, <laughs> go be a fucking broadcaster, dude. You're annoying as hell. Uh, but we'll see. You know, again, I wouldn't mind Malik just because I just love Malik. As a fr- he's just such a great person. Um and you know, I, I know I, I did have a lot of stock in him uh, many moons ago, so wouldn't wouldn't hurt to still have him around and, and maybe at least give him a shot at a at a backup spot. But um, nevertheless, we'll find out. Um, Sammy, you got any other, other any other questions for us? Let's see here. Titan South asks, "Do you all think we go after Brandon Ayuk or possibly Mike Evans?" Absolutely possible. Well, you know, like we said earlier, uh, if T Higgins is a no go, and obviously this Jay Jetta situation is. Uh, far, far stretch. Um, those guys are on that 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 wave of veteran guys that are either at the end of their contract or uh, up for new ones. So, hell yeah, bring it on. I'd love Mike Evans. Obviously, Ayuk, he got the, the younger guy there, uh, obviously faster, which, you know, younger and faster is something we definitely need at the receiver position. But Mike Evans is an absolute, you know, contested catch machine which when you got a QB like Levis who's got balls and throws it down there, you need a guy who can moss people, and he sure can. So um, both are, are definitely awesome secondary options if all of our top-tier options aren't available, of course. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see them paying someone like Evans who's going to want to get one last contract for $20, 25000000 million a year. He's, what, 32, 33 years old. I don't think we're going to pay him that money, especially when we have an older guy. Ayuk, I wouldn't be – I'd be a little less surprised if they went after him again. 
going to command 15, 20 a year. I think a great piece for a team that's, you know, a one or two pieces away. I see more of a conservative approach at the receiver position with, I keep pounding the table for Tyler Boyd on a two year deal for eight to $9 million a year. Um, someone who could, you know, even someone who could stretch the field a little bit, not that I want Hollywood Brown or Darnell Mooney, but this offense lacks a lot of speed at the receiver position. So, a short-term deal for one of those guys I could see, but committing 20 to $25 million a year for Mike Evans at his age, even though he is a bona fide first ballot hall of famer, I don't see them being that being that being, I don't see that being the Titans move right now. And I, I don't know. I, I do like him, but for 15 to 20 million a year, I don't, I'm not the, you know, I you wouldn't. Think Mike Evans is getting 25 still at his age. 20 to 25. Sure. Sure. I, and know, I, I, I think, not. and I think if he goes somewhere for less, it'll be a short deal on a contending team like Baltimore, Kansas city, how crazy that would be with Mahomes and Mike Evans. But no. you know, if I could see him taking a, a two year, $30 million deal, fully guaranteed to go play with Mahomes for two years. But if he wants to, there will be a team that'll pay him, you know, probably 20, $25 million a year for sure. I'm yeah. I'm all in on Ayuk. If they want to go after Ayuk in a trade, I like Ayuk. Like How old is Ayuk? I gotta find that out. Uh, I think he's like 27, 25. Yeah, I think. Well, he's in his going into his fifth year, so yeah, yeah. he's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, I absolutely would go after him. I have no problem with him at all. Um, because, like I said, even if they don't go after T and T wants to come next year, absolutely, I'll go grab T. Um, Ayuk, yes. Yes, Ayuk, absolutely. He's got the rant ties. You would have to, you know, possibly do a trade, I think, to get him. I don't know if he's still technically a, a free agent. Um, maybe it's unrestricted or something. But, uh, yes, absolutely, I would go after him. Yeah, I mean, listen, I like, I, I really like Marquise Brown, too, to be honest. You know, you know I was going to uh, ask you guys about that. Yeah, I mean, he, he, had, had, a, he had a rough start. You know. But when he's had good quarterback play, he's done pretty well. And, God, I mean, the speed, you don't need to, you don't yeah. need to even talk about it. The speed, he would be the fastest guy on the team instantly. Uh, so, you know, that right there is big and a guy with Levis with the army has, he just, the more speed, the better. That's it. Absolutely. That's just the reality of it. So definitely a guy I would keep an eye on. Um, I don't know what Arizona situation is. I mean, they traded for him, so I couldn't imagine they're going to be so quick to get rid of him when they've had success with him. but I don't know what his situation I mean, is. I, I think they're going to stay put and take Marvin Harrison Jr. And they like Rondell Moore a lot. So that's a nice little start for them. So I could see. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown being expendable to them, you know, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, listen, it always happens. There's always a guy that you think is absolutely locked to play for the same team next year. And then all of a sudden, you know, they just can't make it work. And there I he is. I don't want to overpay a guy like Gabe Davis or someone like no, that. No, I don't want Gabriel Davis. Yeah. I don't want him. He drops the ball way too much, way yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, he, Everyone looks good with Josh Allen, literally everyone. So, you know, I want a guy that's gritty. That's, you know, why I love Michael Pittman Jr. Because he's had a lot of success with guys that are ready to kick the can. That like literally everyone, every QB he's played with, they pretty much retired the next year. And he's had what, two or 3,000 yard seasons already. So uh, I really like him. He's got size. Um, and again, I don't, uh, maybe they view him as expendable. Because they have some other options, we don't know. I don't know yet, but um, it, it, we're going to get somebody, and we're going to get somebody that I think we're all going to be happy with. 
Um, and that's what's most important because I just don't want to go into next season with any more question marks at receiver. I want to know what yes. the future is, and that's that's just it. I want to know what the plan is of that position going into September. So um, we'll see. But uh, any any other questions before we wrap up tonight, Sammy? My big, what is your biggest worry for next season? Simple for me. It'll take ten seconds. Keeping Will Levis upright. That's it. That's the bottom line. If we can do that, we're going to be successful. We're going to be in the hunt for the FC South. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. If he doesn't get sacked five, six, seven times a game, we will be in contention every single week. He has the talent level. He has the mindset and the drive, and that's it. So that's my only worry. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you on that one because it's literally it's two years now after the Taylor Lewan has left. Uh, the left tackle has been a swinging door. If we don't go all, if we don't go Ola, if we don't go Patrick uh, Paul in the draft, um, yes, Titan South. You know, if we do draft Malik Neighbors, it would be electric. But they have to find a way in free agency and the draft to build that line to protect him because I am sick and tired of the quarterback. You know, being hurried, he has one second to throw the ball to read the defense, and then us over here are picking apart Ryan Tanhill picking apart Malik Willis, picking apart uh, Will Levis because he doesn't have time to make his first read and he's got to scramble. So, yes, protecting the quarterback is the biggest, biggest worry going into next year. Yeah, especially we've been traumatized in the past with Mariota's injury riddles. We thought, you know, all three of us that he was going to be our guy for a while. So, you know, and that that injury his second year kind of derailed the rest of his career, in my opinion, at least. I mean, he had was having a phenomenal second year and then broke his leg and that was really it. Um, for him and his, you know, career as a starter. So yeah, keeping him upright, do it at all costs. Draft all, draft all. Assign offensive linemen. Um, yeah, got to keep him upright. And that defense too. I worry about that. You know, the defense that I was once so high on is now looking like it's falling apart piece by piece. And I love this new DC though. I really, really yeah, do. So, so do I. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him as well. And hopefully, he brings someone with him from Baltimore, like Jared said. But you know, that secondary's thin, that linebacking core is thin. Questions on the defensive line outside of Simmons. What do we do with Autry? How does Landry play this year with a full season, uh, off season being healthy? So aside from keeping leverage upright, that defense, especially because these offenses in the AFC South now are going to be a little more higher powered. You know, oh, a little? DJ Stroud, um, you know, Anthony – um, Richardson seemed like he was doing the right things before he got hurt. And then, uh, you know, Jacksonville, I'm not ready to give up on, not to say I'm ready to give up on, but we still got to, you know, show some respect for, for Trevor Lawrence and, and Doug Peterson. So I, I, listen, chat. Oh my God. I hate when I do that. I said chat, like I'm at work guys. I want to let everyone know, don't sleep on Anthony Richardson, man. I'm telling you right now, this guy is going to be back next year. And if you thought he was good last year before he got hurt, which I think a lot of people would agree he was good, it's going to be even better, obviously. He's going to be a whole other offseason into the NFL. He's going to have more chemistry with his coaches and his players. I think we're forgetting that the most athletic person in the entire division is Anthony Richardson, and it's not even close. So, you know, that's something that, like, I don't I don't hear enough people talking about. Everyone's like, C.J. Stroud. CJ, and, and listen, Stroud had an amazing year, and we can expect him to get better, too. But nobody's talking about AR, man, and, and it's scary. I think the, the Colts are going to be real dangerous if they have any kind of uh, weapons around this kid, and they definitely have some young talent. So He's um, going to have to learn to adjust his style as well, or he won't last. That's but, I, I, but here's the thing, though. Like, I saw him play real NFL-style football before he got hurt, in my humble opinion. Like, the way they were using him, he didn't look like a Lamar Jackson the way they were using him. He looked like a real yeah, fucking he, he runs. He... Yeah. 
so does Josh that's Allen. That's you know? that's, that's, well, Josh Allen's also, you know, six. So five. does Will Levis. He needs to learn that side too. Josh yeah. Allen, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and Anthony Richardson are basically the same size. Uh, well, either way. Either way, that style is you live by it, you die by it. Josh Allen hasn't gotten hurt yet, but Angie Richardson's gotten hurt in year one. Oh, yeah, sure. We could say that their size is comparable, but Josh Allen, you know, was probably a little bit better of a passer, in my opinion. Um, you know, and to say what you want about him, he's not really, uh, you know, I don't think anyone's really worried about the way he plays because he's proved his body can handle it. Anthony Richardson hurt in year one, so it's an uphill battle for him. But I agree. Kids got all the ability in the world. And I think they keep uh, Michael Pittman as well because Anthony Richardson's development would be, you know, a lot better for the Colts if they kept so long. Yeah, of course. Same reason why we need to keep, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins around. The the development for Will Levis. Yeah, man. How great was that tweet we saw from him when they had that report, man? I mean, oh, what a sigh of relief because I'm telling you, it was a worry of mine. And obviously you guys know I've I've said it, you know, sporadically throughout the the offseason how I have a little bit of fear that, because the money he's going to make, it might they might try to say, eh, I don't know if it's worth it because we're not feeling like we're going to be contenders next year. But it's obviously put to bed. This guy likes it here. Uh, he already named Levis as like a top three QB he's ever played with, which is clearly high praise with some of the players he's been around. Um, so you know, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. But let's do a quick speed round. We had a couple more questions. We'll throw them in real quick, and then we're gonna we're gonna jump off for the night. First question, you actually be the Vikings with Trey Jefferson. No, I don't. I think they're going to do absolutely everything in their power to keep them. And the fact that they're – I think this is all just clickbait, what you're seeing on Twitter. I don't – I see it happening uh, because of the fact that if they – like I said, the, the NFL executives see that there's a lot of talent in this year's quarterback class. And if they want to move up for that quarterback – that's fine with me. If, if Ram wants to make a deal for Jet for two first round draft picks, a second next year, and a fourth, give me Jet. I'm I'm totally I'm totally over. Yeah, if they package it, it for, for yes, a high absolutely. For like the, get to move and to three. I think I think they absolutely would do it. If they value JJ McCarthy, because JJ McCarthy is getting a lot of steam coming into this draft right now. You could you guys could shake your head all you want. I don't like the kid. You know, coming out, but these these high NFL uh, executives and tra- scouts—they're not trading Jay Jetta for JJ McCarthy, though. They're not. I'm just they're saying, not. if they, they they need a quarterback, and this they is do. the class to do it, we'll, we'll and this is the class to do him. it. If you have, if you have, because you don't really know how any team values a quarterback that's coming out, but if you think that you have the guy and you can make a move to get him, and you have the ammunition, especially because they drafted Jordan Addison last year. But a pretty solid oh, right. Year. I forgot about Jordan Addison. Year. I mean, yeah, the Vikings have a penchant for drafting good receivers. Good for them. But if you feel like Addison could be a true one and you have a guy like, you know, uh, Jefferson from LSU who you think you could go get and he could be your guy for the next 15 years and you don't want to pay um, Justin Jefferson 30, 35 million a year because that is what he will get. He will, yeah. set, he will well, set the record. Four receivers. I'm talking 150 million for five yeah. years. Thirty. And they'll million. do. It, they'll do it with a, a smile. With a, probably a hundred million guaranteed. We're talking that kind of deal for someone like him, who's on a pace to break everyone's record. Um, yeah, everyone. You're talking Jerry Rice. You're talking Terrell Owens. You're talking Randy Moss. He's in that. With Kirk Cousins. With yeah. Kirk yeah, fucking I, I, Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins. I do, I do too. But that yeah. just shows you how good he is, man. Yeah, he is, Kirk he is, is not in the top. 20 at quarterbacks yeah, in the league right from now. a different call. So I, if I was Minnesota, I would look to keep him around any way possible. But that being said, if you like a quarterback and quarterbacks are always at a premium, we know that. And you have the ammunition to go get him. And that is Justin Jefferson. I can most definitely see it happening. 
imagine, wait a sec, how fucking perfect would this be, right? Just the way we lose our fucking franchise receiver just three years prior, we obtain our new future receiver the same the exact way. In the what? new stadium. In the new stadium. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's in like two more years. No, I'm saying. Uh, that would I get asses be, in the seats. That would just be the most fitting way ever. Jersey that, sales, you know? money. Of course. Absolutely. We, we would have... We would have some sick nickname for him. Obviously, we'd figure something out. I mean, it would be ideal. It would be excellent. But it's just not going to happen. It's just, it's just the, certain things, even us, can't get away with happening. You know, the clowny thing was historical at the time. And then the Julio thing was crazy. And the Hopkins thing was but, – but this – would be <laughs> even a little too there would much. Be a, there would be a Salman Frady. No. no, no, let's let me finish. Salman Frady, <laughs> late night thought tweet on potential nickname already for him. Oh, dude, tonight, dude, everybody, everybody listening right now, tune in three o'clock in the morning because it's yeah. coming. The late yeah. night thought is coming. Oh, forget it. Hopkins, the Jefferson Hopkins duo nickname would be. So I'll think it. I'm real clever too. Don't Forget worry. if it actually happened, like what I would oh do. Like, yeah, His no, gears are turning think. right now. Look at him. I'm thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> thinking about what kind of spectacle I'd put on Twitter if that shit happened. The great thoughts usually come to him at odd hours in the morning. So I mean, I'm waking up to a 4.30 a.m. text. By the way, I'm in on Brock Bowers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was for that 12-hour period yeah. of time. Which I'm curious to see where he goes, man. I, I think he could slip a little, and you could see a team look to try to trade up to get him. And let's keep in mind, this kid once said, he, I'd like to play for the Tennessee Titans, which even if we don't get him, you know, nice to hear. who nice said to hear that? that? Who really has ever said that? Because of this motherfucker right here. That's why. That's why. Because Showtime is back in Nashville. And we got ourselves. I, I swear to God, I'm so upset I didn't do it. One day when I have some time, I'm going to go through it. If you guys have not seen Will Levis compete in the ping pong tournament at the Pro Bowl, it's one of the most excellent watches of all time. And I say this because there are so many things that take place during this competition between the fact that he went berserk on Trevor Lawrence. so And, and this was stone cold, straight face the whole time. He wanted to kill him. Trevor Lawrence was looked embarrassed the entire time. And then some other guy tried to talk shit to Levis, and he's like, what like, he looked at him like, what are you talking about? And then when he got interviewed with Kay Adams, he talked shit about the other guy who then wound up kicking his ass. But you you, you saw him get upset when and he got his ass kicked. For him and you saw how competitive he was in that Dude, movie. like, this is man. literally what you – this is what you need to win in the NFL. You cannot go the last step unless you have – what this guy has. If you look at the quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls in the last decade, maybe outside of not nah, even Stafford has has that edge. Oh, where even if my fucking shoulder is out of my fucking socket, if I have an opportunity to win us a football game and get as close to a Super Bowl, I'm going to do it. And you know, obviously, Mahomes is just you know of another dimension. But you need it. You need the Brady edge, and this kid has it. So, sky's the fucking limit, man. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? Uh, makes the sign of the cross. Love it. One more, Sammy. Throw it at us. I believe with how intelligent Levis is and how, get a, how great a teacher he has that he they will mesh together great and he will fly high for us. Go blue. That's an excellent comment, Ed. Thank you so much, Sam. Let's get one more question up and then we're going to fly on out of here. 
We need a wide receiver one in the future. You guys think we get it this offseason or next season? Obviously, 100%. One of these two offseasons, we're going to get a 21-year-old kid that we're going to hope to grow old with with Will Levis. I'd say better chances it's going to be this year than next. Uh, but obviously, it could it could be next year if we're going to you know invest all in on DeAndre being our number one again next year, which is okay, but obviously that's that's just short term. So we'll see how that Either works. way, he should get some help this year, whether it's a oh, true yeah. one, a complimentary two, you know, whether we go to Dunes, Neighbors, or go after like a Tyler Boyd. You know, this kid needs some sort of upgrade at the receiver position, whether it's a true one yet to be seen. Um, but um, be prepared for them to, to bring Burks into it. I'm just telling yeah. you because, again, as unfortunate as his first two seasons have been, he's still a top 20 pick, uh, you know, two years ago. So, um, and he's shown the flashes. So, hopefully, that's not the case. I told you guys I'm done with it. I can't wait any longer, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rand and, and uh, Brian kind of still have some stock in, in uh, 16. And if they do, obviously, we're still going to back them, but we're hoping that we have some uh, some more comfortable options that we can rely on long-term. And right now, Burks is not one of them. So uh, we'll see. Listen, we got a great show, great live show tonight. Uh, thanks for everyone for joining in. Uh, the questions are fantastic. We've been getting a lot of positive traction with our, with our shows lately, and we obviously appreciate that greatly. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell to know when we're going live or when our uh, – Post-game wrap-ups are going to be coming up later on in the in the, the next coming months, obviously, for next season. So, um, yeah, that's it. You guys want to add anything in before we close out for tonight? Love it. Stay tuned for our Wednesday show to drop and uh, see if we have any uh, special guests or fan fan reactions on that show. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. We hope for it, uh, of course. You know, the more interaction we get with you guys, the, the better off we're all going to be, and that's what we're here for. So I uh, hope everyone has a fantastic rest of the week. We'll keep you guys up to date on when we're going to be up next and when we'll be live next, and uh, that's all she wrote. So tighten up, and as always, Sammy, you can send on us out. Send it's us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.